Hey, good looking. Happy Thursday, April 13. My name is Anna Wells. The name of the podcast is Transparency. And that's exactly what I'm giving you. Full transparency, no sugarcoating, no hidden agenda, not selling anything, not being pushy about anything, just trying to be as relatable as possible. And I know for a fact, I'm going to be as real as real can be. There are times that you're going to be like, I cannot believe she just said that. But yeah, she did. She actually really did. We all know that Europeans, and I know I can't generalize, I can't stereotype, but you know, stereotype types and and generalization it comes it all it's all based on facts and we all know Europeans don't really have a filter we're as real as real can be and as a European girl born and raised in the Netherlands capital Amsterdam because a lot of people say wait Poland I'm like no Holland the Netherlands and yes we have different names for my country why I don't know. The same with America. You have America, you have the United States, you have the USA, you have the United States of America. It's all confusing, but just it is what it is. So born and raised in Holland and my whole family still lives in Holland. And it's interesting when I talk to them, they always think and say about America, oh, it's so fake, it's so phony, it's so plastic. And nobody wants to hear that, right? So I really want to spice it up, change it a little bit, because I think, I mean, I know for a fact, people are sick and tired of the phony BS. When you look at the reels, the TikTok reels, the Instagram reels, the ones that are doing great, the ones that have the most views are the ones who keep it real. And Even me, when I scroll, for me, it's like a treat to scroll, lay in bed, and I have nothing else on my agenda. I just like late at night or early in the morning or when I have a little break, I lay there and I just scroll through all the reels. And the the reels that make me stop my scroll are the reels that are overly edited, perfection, And I'm telling you, when I watch these reels, they actually make me feel like shit. They really make me feel like shit because I'm like, okay, I don't have that mansion. I don't have that fancy car. I don't have that wardrobe. I don't have that walk-in closet like you do. I don't have an Insta hubby. I don't have a photographer who follows me around everywhere. I don't have all that. So it actually, it you know, in life, it's all about how you make people feel. And these reels, these girls make me feel like shit about myself. But the reels who are actually relatable, resonating, are the ones that the women who, you know, make fun of themselves. They're humble. They're vulnerable. They show up without filter, and I can't stress this enough. Show up without filter. Please, I'm begging you, show up without filter. Because if you're selling anything, if you're selling a service, a coaching service, if you're selling a product, 
if you're selling anything, if you're promoting anything, people will only buy from you when they know, like, and trust you. And if you do not show up authentic, organic, real, without filter, if you don't show up for real, then they're not going to trust you. They're not going to trust you. And they're not going to buy from you because they don't trust you. Because you're showing up fake. You're showing up not for real. And then when you say honestly, come on, when you say honestly, what does that mean? That means that all the times you don't say honestly, you've been lying. You know what I mean? Or let me tell you the truth. So wait a minute. If you're telling me, let me tell you the truth, that means all the times that you don't say that, you're lying to me. I mean, come on. We got to be transparent. We got to stop Stop sugarcoating it. Stop being phony. Stop saying, I don't have money or stop saying, oh my gosh, I have a gazillion dollars because who has a gazillion dollars? Really? Come on. Let's be real. We all have struggles. The more money, the more problems, which is so true. And nobody's perfect. You cannot relate to perfection. I cannot relate to perfection. When I see perfection out there, I'm like, thanks, bitch. I do not look like you. I don't have that money. And if you're just real, if you're just honest, sometimes you say, hey, I'm having a shitty day. That's real. If sometimes you show up, you have a few tears in your eyes. That's real. You know, don't make it like such a candy, candy shop every single day because that's just not real life. You know, now with the house, we just bought a house the first time, for the first time in my life. And that's not really true because with my late husband, we did buy one house and we (laughs) overextended ourselves. And then we went through some bankruptcies, two bankruptcies, to be real and honest, uh, personal and business. And then... um, he died. My, my late husband, my first husband died at 42 from heart attack. I really believe, yes, also because he used to be obese, 450 pounds, and he was 6'3". And then he did gastric bypass, and then he was 220, so he lost a person. I really believe it had to do with that, because it was an arrhythmia, it was a heart attack, but I also believe it had to do with stress. I saw him under a lot of stress. When I met him, he was going through a divorce. And of course, when I met him, he was speeding that up. And when you want to speed it up, now you owe the ex-wife more money, more this, more that, more that. So he gave her the house. He gave her the, what do you call it, IRA. He gave her gave her a lot. And then when he passed away, no, I did not get any money. A lot of people assume, here, here you go again. We cannot assume. So many people assume that when my late husband died, they're like, ah, immediately they're thinking, oh, she must have made so much money, got so much money. No, I got nothing, zero, zilch, nothing. One million dollar life insurance went to the ex-wife and the children. I never fought it. I will never fight it because money is just money. You can make it again. And that went to his children. Come on. The children can only have one father. I can get married again, which I did because I didn't want to be a spinster with two cats and a dog. And, you know, I just didn't want to be that lady. So, yes, I got married again, found another soulmate. He's incredible, incredible. So now we're, we bought this house. Okay. And the reason we bought this house, and I'm being fully honest, totally honest with you because my 
father passed away at 90 last year. And yes, I inherited some money and I put that in a down payment. But then I couldn't have done it alone because John's salary, you know, is paying it off every month. Okay. And now we bought a house a little bit cheaper than we could, that, that we were, you know, um, approved for. So now the extra money we're using to make it exactly how we want it. There it is. Okay. So we're, we're living in this house and we're loving it. And I'm telling you one thing to live in construction, under construction is no fun. No fun because you're never really settled. Like you're never really relaxed. Um, they started with the exterior of the house. Now, when they do the exterior, it doesn't really bother you because you're in the house. You know, it's fine. When they do the interior, there are times that you cannot be in that room. You know, it's like a day or something, which is doable. But now they're going to do the floor. When they do the floor, they have to take out the old floor and all the furniture has to be out. And I'm like, okay, where is this furniture going? So now we need another pot, a capsule to put all the furniture in. And then they're going to take the floor out and then they're going to put a new floor and they're going to do the kitchen cabinets. They're going to do all the things and I'm enjoying the process. I really, really am, but I just want to be settled. I want to cruise. I want to be comfy. I want to lay back, sit back and enjoy. But that being said, once we're there, I'm going to be bored. I'm I'm like, okay, I need a project. I need a project. Like even today I was like, you know what, I think I'm going to go to Hotel Vin and ask if they need like a part-time front desk girl out of all the jobs on the planet. And I know, I know, I know I'm a boutique owner. I get it from storefront, brick and mortar. I closed that. Now I'm back online and yes, I'm enjoying it. Yes, I'm selling jewelry, summer dresses. I'm, I'm still selling. It's not as much as I was selling the store with the storefront, but we have a storefront and I know I'm all over the place. When you have a storefront boutique, you are never done 24-7. When you're not there, people are wondering if your business is not that important. They're kind of like disrespecting you. They're kind of like, not disrespecting, they're kind of not respecting you because they're like, if she's not there, obviously she don't care. So why should I care? So every time when I wasn't at the boutique, they're like, where is she? Why is she not here? Why is she not here 24 seven? And I wanted my life back. And now I feel I have my life back. Like I'm in the flow. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying. There's no time crunch. And to me, that's wealth. Wealth is when you don't have to clock in, when you don't have to wake up with an alarm clock. But now as a business owner, there comes the discipline. I have to make sure that I show up every day in some sort of way, some sort of way, shape or form, right? Podcast. I want to do at least like two or three per week. And then I think last week I didn't do any. Why not? Because there was construction going on. They were like, what were they doing last week? Oh, demo. They were demoing um, a column in the house and there was just noises and paint and chemicals and all that stuff. So... I could really be here. Then you're like, okay, you can do it somewhere else. I just was like, it's okay. It's okay. I don't owe nobody. And I do agree consistency matters, but I also want to give you the permission to 
enjoy it. You know, enjoy the process. Don't be so hard on yourself. And don't be... Another thing that I've noticed that selfish people, there are a lot of selfish people. They really are a lot of selfish people. And it sounds horrible, but when there are good people, they just like jump out. Like when I meet a good person, I can't stop complimenting them. I went to uh, Town Square City Hall today in South Lake, Texas to discuss my passport situation. And there's this one girl there, one lady there who works there out of the three ladies who knows my case. And she's such a sweetheart. Oh my gosh, I love her. And I'm like, can I get you a Starbucks? Can I get you anything? Like, I so appreciate your, your efforts. You know, I know she's doing her job, but she's, I feel she's going overboard. You know what I mean? She's going all out. And that's what I want to do with my business. I, and I feel I'm doing that. Like even now with the boutique, I have clients who have gift cards from when I had the storefront. So now a lot of my merchandise is still in boxes. Why? Because we're, we're going to get a new floor. So that means everything has to be out. So why unpack when it has to be boxed up again, right? So because of that, I, I had to like order more merchandise because I don't know what boxes things are. So that's how I did it. The clients who had a gift card, I still owe them merchandise. So then I just told them, I said, listen, what are you looking for? And then some of them said, okay, Easter dresses. So I got some Easter dresses. Other people say casual wear. So I got more casual wear. And then I just do it through the inbox, through Instagram. And I think that's also, or I know that's where the magic happens. The magic happens in the inbox. Yeah. When you're talking to people one-on-one because they know, like, and trust you. It's not the reels. It's not the posting. It's the stories and it's the inbox. And people are sick and tired of the fakeness. I'm telling you, they're sick and tired. People are craving real stuff. I'm telling you, craving. And I feel now I am totally giving myself the freedom to totally, totally be me. And unapologetically, really unapologetically. And it comes back. It comes back like it hits me in the face. That's, that's what it is. When you're honest, when you're real, when you treat people the same, like even the workers, I know <laughs> I even have some, I don't know if they're, yeah, I guess I have friends who are a little bit more snobby, snooty, like they're, and even I remember with my late husband, I remember with my late husband and I, I mean, I love him. He's an amazing guy. Um, but my late husband, I remember when we went to restaurants and I helped the busboy, the waiter. Um, I gave them plates, you know, I stacked it up. And my late husband said, why are you doing that? It's their job. Let them do it. I'm like, no, I want to help them. He's like, no, but it's their job. I'm like, I don't care. Everybody's the same. We bleed the same. We poop the same. We pee the same. We're the same, right? It doesn't matter what color shape or form, again, we're all the same. And I really believe that you have to treat people how you want to be treated. So I really felt on fire today because every time I listen to a podcast and when the podcaster is telling me about their lives, when they're, I was listening to um, 
Lori Harder, Earn Your Happy. Love her. And she had, or she was working on a, a business, um, I think it's called Light Pink. And now she's pivoting. She's doing something different. I don't know what yet. She doesn't, she didn't tell anybody what it was yet. But then yesterday I was listening to a podcast and she was sharing her struggles with having a baby. And she said, I didn't tell anybody. We've been working on it. We now we're doing, you know, the needles, the procedures, but she didn't want to share it with people because she doesn't want to be judged and she doesn't want the unsolicited advice. And I get that. I totally respect that. But it kind of made me feel like, wait, why are you keeping things? And I get it. You don't have to share everything. But I do believe it's a big part of you. You know what I mean? Like, I feel if you don't trust me, why are you asking me to trust you? See what I mean? It goes both ways. It's not a dead end. And the same with my story. I'm telling you so many things that I used to be a dancer. I used to be illegal for 11 years. My baby died. Um, I'm, I'm telling you so many, like, vulnerable things that you can... I guess, use against me, um, that you can roll your eyes and judge and assume. But i rather be real. i rather tell you everything than you assuming the wrong thing. You know what I mean? So when I was listening to her, it kind of was a little bit disappointing. I'm like, why? wait, why? And then she was interviewing another lady, which I'm sure you know, Shalene Johnson. Love her. Love her. And... Shalene Johnson and her son, I think his name is Brock Johnson, they have a podcast. She has two. One that she does like personal. I love her personal stuff. And then with her son, all about social media. As much as I love social media, I live on Instagram. I love hers. I love how real she is. Oh my gosh, is she real? I mean, I eat that shit up. When she says, I'm talking about like my own life, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Give me more, more, more. So she was being interviewed by Lori and her husband, Chris. And then um, there were two things that hit me. One thing that Lori asked Shaleen, do you, when you watch my stories, do you like it? Do you have like a feeling of like ill? Like, is it love or hate? Because Shalima was saying some people, you watch their stories and you kind of judge or like, whatever, but you kind of want to watch her like curious, but you're kind of rolling your eyes. Other people, you really like are invested and you really care. You know what I mean? Because there's only a few that you care about their stories. Other people are like, really? There she is again. What is she saying now? I mean, I'm just scrolling through it, but come on already, right? So Lori was asking Shalene, am I love-hate, you know? And I was like, oh, interesting that she's wondering that, you know? Because when people ask something, it comes from an insecurity. It comes from, it comes from the truth, right? And then another thing she was saying, oh, yeah, yeah. Chris was saying something like, oh, we were allowed to interview you, Shalene, but we had to agree on like a webinar or something. And I thought, wow, that was two like kind of pokes saying that Shalene said yes, but Shalene had stipulations. And 
I kind of get that. And I'm like, you go, Shaleen. You go, girl. But for them to say that, it felt kind of like digs, like two digs. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But you listen to it and you tell me. Um, because, yeah, I, I feel transparency wins. It, the truth always wins. So that's it for you today. Um, I'm, I'm sitting outside of the house in the backyard. I'm looking at the pool. Did I tell you? Listen to this. I ordered um, a pool float uh, through Fun Boy, and it's a it's a private jet. <laughs> and I told John. John is he? He's. I'm like, do you want like a pool float? He's like, I don't care about these because they always fly away or they get ruined. And I actually looked at some reviews, and they're not the greatest. But the price went down, and I think it's so perfect that John is a private jet pilot and instructor. He's instructing now, you know, at Flight Safety International here in DFW. But I think it's so cool that we're going to have, like, a private jet float in the pool. Um, and then I'm excited about the new floor. I'm excited about new cabinets, new granite countertop. I mean, there's so many things. I just love it. I love this house. I really do. But I also know that it's costing us an arm and a leg. The money goes quick, which scares the shit out of me. Um, but hey, I'd rather be house poor, you know, that we're, we're, we're making this an oasis. We're making this our Zen place and we'll go on less vacations because I know traveling, everybody wants to travel and I get it. I used to be a flight attendant. I still am a corporate flight attendant, which is a private jet flight attendant. And I traveled all over. I've lived all over. I've named it and I've lived there. I got a master's in Arabic. I speak four languages fluent. So I'm not just a stripper. <laughs> okay. So before you judge. Um, but my point is I've, I've been all over. I've been everywhere and ask me where I want to go next. And I told John, the only place that I still love, and I know that sounds high maintenance, diva, fake, whatever, Beverly Hills. I've lived there for almost 20 years and I love it. I don't care. Even if it's a studio, I just love Beverly Hills. Oh my gosh, I love it. So that's where we're going for my birthday. Amsterdam is just because, you know, I was born and raised in Holland. It's the capital of my country. That's where my sister is. So she's getting married and my mother is almost 90. So those two places I still want to go to. All the other places I'm like, eh. I mean, I still love Florida. Don't get me wrong. But all the other places I'm like, mm, I'm okay. I'm good. Been everywhere. Done. Um, okay. That's it for today. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I have been getting a lot of requests to people who want to be on the podcast and I'm game. Let's make it happen. Just come on, let's do it. So many people now are like, hey, I want to be your real podcast. I'm like, I'm ready. Let's do it. Just pin it down because I'm very hard and like pinning it down. I, I always like to go with the flow, but let's just do it. Okay. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.